0: You're listening to a DM podcast. Let's
1: go on a trip. Yeah, let's go on a trip. Yeah, baby. It's not too bad. What was the question again? Okay, let's go. I'm Angela Caternes. I'm Ian Rogerson. And welcome to Suddenly Senior. This is a podcast series for those of us who've reached a certain age in life. That's
0: right. You can join if you're not our age, but it'll be a lot more fun if you are.
1: (laughs) So strap yourselves in, check your blood pressure, light your spliff. Pour yourself a small
0: bevy and let's
1: go. Our next guest is an author, podcaster, and a former corporate type. His TED Talk on work-life balance has been downloaded more than 5 million times. His books are hugely popular, one of which is called Fat, 40, and Fired. His most recent is Smart, Stupid, and 60. (laughs) He also records a regular podcast called The Five of My Life. Nigel Marsh, hello and welcome to Suddenly Senior Hey, love you to be here.
2: I know sure. Hi. You're looking good. I'm feeling good actually.
1: So you're not yet 60 though, are you? Yeah, shh,
2: don't tell anybody. Although it is actually the first chapter of the book. No, I'm I'm the book is about looking forward to my 60s and I will be 60 in in what is it? When? 8 8 months.
0: Eight months. Right, okay. Yeah. That's close enough.
2: Do, do we now have to end the interview? Am I, am I am yeah, no, allowed on? you don't on?
1: qualify. I'm sorry.
2: Goodbye. <laughs> I think this is where we actually say, what do you need to know, Nigel? <laughs> I'd like to be patronised, like parents patronise <laughs> people who...
1: <laughs> but so um, did you talk to perhaps lots of friends about what it was like to, to be 60?
2: Ah oh, no! I think you've misunderstood. This is, I could tell you a story when I when I wrote my first book when I turned forty. I gave it to uh, a very nice editor person who said it's it, it's good, but uh, I think maybe it would be good if there were other people in it. And I went, like who? And they went, well, your family, maybe your friends, maybe your work. Wow, okay. So no, no, I didn't talk to anyone else. It's all about me. Pulled it out my ass. It's my. <laughs> uh, my struggles of turning sixty. Yeah, it's a treatise, really, isn't it? What well, was so? So what happened? Which is which is great. I, I mean, I, and remind me to tell you about Hornsby Library actually, because that <laughs> happened this morning. I, I wrote a book when I was forty, just having a midlife crisis, and just wrote a book. Didn't think it was going to get published, and, and that one did did quite well, which was nice. Uh, so then I've fallen into doing a, a sort of a book seven-up. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Every seven year.
2: great. Uh, every, well, every decade. I do, I do a, I do a, I've done a 40, I've done a 50, I've done a 60, and I will do a 70 and an 80 and a 90 if I... Fingers crossed, touch wood. I, I, lucky have you got a funny
1: title for the 71
2: yet? Oh, I mean, they, they write themselves, don't they? Slim 70 and sexy <laughs> or, or, or eager 80 and erect <laughs> or, you yeah. know... I mean, What's my own name? Uh, yes, right. But, but I don't claim that they are anything other than what they are, which is me crapping on about where I am in that particular time.
0: It's a, You know, it's a funny thing. that we, My wife tends to go through, whenever she turns a decade older, I leave the country now.
1: Can I just say, she should be the one who's leaving the country. She should be going on yeah, some fabulous holiday.
0: Exactly. That's a good way. <laughs> That's a good way round it, and probably cheaper. But... Some people do and some people don't handle the turnover, and now you've done 40, you've done 50, and you're slipping into 60. Are those turnovers becoming
2: easier? Well, well yeah. So ever since, sort of my life changed when I turned 40 because I sort of thought, right, my rules now. I, I, I've done the following everyone else's, and, and I've sort of try and consciously live without being too pretentious. Uh, so I love them. I, I turn sixty, and my attitude—it doesn't mean you can have what you want, but you go. I want my sixties to be the best decade of my life, and it, it's looking like they will be. But changing the metrics. So, so if you if you were going to keep the same idiotic scorecard, uh, my status and my money will be in the dunny uh, <laughs> compared to you, you know if you chose. I don't know when, when I was 37, I was flying high, you know. Ad. You were a mover and shaker in the a, ad world, I you? was an ad wanker running yeah. an adage, which is fair enough, and, and having a nice time and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but now. I don't want the second half of my life to be a pale imitation of my first.
1: Yeah, you you describe it in fact as the third trimester uh, of your life, and you say it, it's a privilege to be enjoyed, rather than a sentence to be endured. I think that's just so spot on.
2: Well, so the, have you aware of the Japanese phrase kanreki? Mm-mm. bloody brilliant so, so, so when after i published the book someone told me this i thought mate why didn't you tell me before and, and mm. maybe actually for your show <laughs> someone should have told you uh the japanese have got a phrase kanreki which is turning 60 and for them it's a new beginning not an end mm. so, so if you google kanreki it's something like i don't know five lunar cycles have finished or whatever else and they go yippee they hold a, a party for you your kanreki party and they go Wow, brilliant yeah you know yee now now you've you know you've done the factory for forty years now you can do the things that you wanted to do so yeah I, I just think can Ray here I come?
0: There is a certain degree of being unleashed I think when you hit sixty. Uh, forget about all the money worries and all the other bits and pieces that are there. There's a feeling that you're actually through something, and whether it's a steady slide downwards afterwards or not, you're going through some sort of, I don't know, life membrane into a different area. Would you agree with that, Ange?
1: I'm not so sure about the membrane part. Okay. But you know what I mean?
0: It's a a big speed bump, uh, but quite a pleasant one. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's a bit of a roller coaster of a speed bump, isn't it?
1: I suppose that's true. I suppose so. I mean, what are your expectations of the next decade, Nigel? So, couple of things,
2: which, and again, I'm not saying this is going to help other people, but it sure as hell helps me. So, the notion that going ever faster and getting ever more is uh, where it's at. Which, in your second trimester, if you're in a competitive industry, might be useful attitude to have in your third trimester may, may not be. Mm. And so changing the criteria from your second to third trimester. And one of the important ones is the philosophy of enoughness. You know, I don't need... You know, I've got a clapped out Kia Rio and that, you know. Pretty it, heavy with it. It drove me here. You yeah. got, I don't need to, whatever the next one up is. I mean, I've, the one I've got is completely fine. But there's something else around life's, uh, I hate the word, you know, passion and all that stuff. But, but interests, you know, things that you, uh, I, 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 I'm trying to learn to play chess. I'm trying to draw. I'm trying to a whole bunch of stuff. And a key that unlocks enormous happiness for me is letting go the notion that you have to be any good. Mm. Now, when you were a younger woman or a younger man, mm. that would be a bit bizarre because if you're in a job and, you, and you're a broadcaster or a comedian or whatever and you go, I'm going to do it and I'm, I'm not very good, you go, well, mate, why would we pay you money? Yeah, okay. if you, you, you know, be better and then we might give you a salary. I mean, for Christ's sake. But you go, well, hold on, I'm 60 and I'm drawing and I'm not going to show anybody and I've, I've got my little sketch pad here, and, and I- is that the one you're sending into the New York... Uh- Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, but but I, I, it doesn't matter that I'm no good. Yeah. So then you can try a whole bunch of stuff that in your twenties and thirties and forties maybe you wouldn't try because you'd be worried: a, you wouldn't be up to snuff; b, someone would laugh at you; c, it wouldn't. Pay, way it wouldn't get paid. It wouldn't pay the bills mm. anyway. So it's a very sorry, Andrew. It's a very long answer to your That's question. All right. So I'm, I'm just going to be trying out lots and lots and lots of stuff, loving every day, and 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 there's, there's what was the um. As a phrase somewhere, I don't know who said this, was there's, there's three secrets to happiness is having someone to love, something to do, mm-hmm. and something to look forward to. Mm. And, and and you know, I don't know, I've fallen out the happy tree or something, but I've got those three things, touchwood. Yeah. And and yeehaw, every day above ground is fucking sensational. <laughs> and are you sort
1: like. of giving yourself permission now to fail or to be less than perfect?
2: Yeah, and, and I think a key thing which is difficult for some of the younger generation who are sort of on the crack pipe of attention <laughs> yeah mm. so in the wrong hands I and mean, it's not advice but this advice could be ooh, i'm going to do a bad drawing and i want you to be interested yeah and you go no 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 one should be interested in my stupid poetry or drawing or anything i mean i'd like someone to buy a book of mine every now and then but but mm. no one you know it, it's private stuff you're doing it authentically for you yeah and you go, wow, how liberating is that? How just utterly fantastic. You go, I'm, I'm not doing it's it for a price. It's back to almost being childlike,
0: really, isn't it? Yeah. Where You're just putting the blocks together, not really caring whether anybody sees it,
2: but you're just doing it because it's fun. 100%. And then you can have a, a clearer box where if there are things that you have to do for money – uh, and And you know most of us do you go you'd be clear-eyed about that mm-hmm. and you you know if you're lucky enough to do something that you enjoy doing great, but many people don't, you go, well, don't moan about it. I'm doing this for money to buy bread and milk and pay the rent, but then I'm going to allow myself to you know go kayaking on the harbour if I've ever been lucky enough or you, you know learn to sail yeah. or whatever it is play. so can, can I tell you a, a story that I can't name the person? <sighs>
0: Go on, we love naming names but, on this show. It's,
2: it's somebody who, far more successful than me, but l- lost uh, his job at 61, mm-hmm. and, you know, was depressed about that, and I said, well, you know, it's brilliant, mate. You can now you know, enjoy all the houses you've got. and mm-hmm. He goes, no, 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 I'm, I'm really trying hard to get another job. And I go, mate, do you need to work? And he goes, no. And I go, well, what, what are you what? doing? And he goes, well, <laughs> for him, so I, I don't want to be too uh, censorious now, but, but but it was quite sad. He was going, well, I can't think of anything else that mm. I can do apart from what I've been. And again, the lack
0: and of, it's also how people identify that, that yeah. it's it's how they see themselves. And part of their makeup is so surrounded by. So for some people, around their work, without that, they don't know who they
2: are. Well, well, and and so here's something. And again, I I, I don't want to tread into you know being too critical. So whatever works for people is fine. But for me, you go the lack of imagination. Mm. So so if you said to me, oh, Nigel, you, you're going to live not for another 30 years but another 40, right, and have my health and mental health, whatever, i go, brilliant. Mm. I couldn't live. In three lifetimes, I wouldn't be able to do all the things I want to do. You, you couldn't read every book that's published in the last, you know, decade yeah. I, in the next 30 years. You go, "So, But there's some people who go, what will I do? And you go, well, what do you mean, what will you do? What won't you do? I mean, <laughs> I, I, mean I, I haven't even been to Africa. Yeah, so I could spend thirty years fucking going around Africa. I mean, so, so anyway,
1: anyway, it's sort of a lack of curiosity, perhaps a lack of of understanding life's potentials. It's
0: letting go as well. I think it's people can't let go of their old self.
2: Yeah, and but but here we go because we have to be careful. Uh, so if I think about my gorgeous darling dad, mm. he, he would have been one of those people mm. who, who you are brought up. Uh, to serve and look after your your loved ones. And it's a bit like uh, becoming an alcoholic. When did you become a, when did you cross that line? And you go, so I'm doing this to look after my wife and two sons, right? So I will do any job forever, work myself to the bone, forget mm. forget enjoyment. Wouldn't I mean understand what you're talking about? Forget satisfaction. I just have to do it, which is great. It means that, you know, we didn't starve. But then you you cross a line where the reason why you were doing this now is no longer the reason It's yeah. the criteria so you know bonfire of the vanities mm-hmm. where you go I'm going to be a hedge yes. fund manager yeah, yes. until I've got lots of money and then I won't have to be but then you don't you just change the, the bloody line so there are people and I think in particular historically men yeah mm. who, who go my entire job l- role is to provide that's it and, and when we didn't live you know, m- much longer past retirement, you mm. go. M- my job is to be working on the mines or in the railway, yeah, and then die. Well, that's what uh, so you know, many of
0: them did in those
2: that, days. They retire right.
0: at fifty-five, be dead at
2: fifty-seven. That's exactly right. And and for my dad, it was it was it would be slightly shameful mm. to go. What are you going to do next week? You go. Well, actually, I've, I'm I'm going down the coast, going to do a little bit of surfing. I'm going to mm. go you're not pulling your weight. Yeah, You get pulling yeah. your weight for who? Mm. I've worked my cock off for 30 years mm. in a competitive industry, mm. paid my taxes, not broken the law. I'm allowed a week fucking surfing. <laughs> right,
1: <don't, laughs>
0: anyway. You know, the thing is, Nigel, don't feel you have to hold back. No, that's, that's right.
1: I've read a quote somewhere or heard you say something. I heard you say this, if you don't design your life, someone else will. And I wondered, Nigel, was there a time in your life when someone designed your life for you?
2: Yeah, my, my my whole life up until the age of forty, and and not not um because they're horrible, you, you know, people. And and when I actually, when I lost my job at the age of forty, so before I wrote Fat Forty and Vine, everybody, without exception, said, "Don't do what I then did." Yeah, and and they were doing that not because they were idiots or not because they were nasty, because they were worried for me. They go get back on the bus;
0: otherwise, you're gone.
2: Don't yeah. forget about yeah, you. G- you you've got responsibilities. Get a job. It's so, so, you know, it can be hard to say my, my dream. You have to be careful because not everyone can have this. And I'm not saying oh, I've got it. Is to earn a fortune working part time, mm. doing something I love. Has that worked out? Uh, well, <laughs> n- apart from the fortune, <laughs> apart from the fortune bit, can, can we redefine fortune <laughs> and say so, I've, I've earned enough to to, to be sitting here. <laughs>
1: Can we go to Hornsby Library now, Nigel? What's the significance of Hornsby
2: <laughs> Library? <laughs> well, so uh, I, I've got a little show uh, which, which I which I adore and and, and I've written four books and, and people write to me and I write back to every single one of them. No, well wow. I, I have dinner with – I have 30,000. I have dinner with them. I, 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 right. I go for runs with them. I, I just adore it. And it's not I – I don't write back in a pro-forma way. I write back in a – you know, each one is bespoke. Mm. Are anyway, you talking
1: about your podcast, show?
2: Well, uh, well it's, but it's both. It's because, uh, you know, you, I've got a little website and you can send me an email. And you might know me because of my TED speech or you might know me because of my you know, podcast or you might know me because yeah. of my book. But whoever writes to me, for whatever bloody reason, I, I write back. Mm-hmm. And this morning I got a picture from someone saying, Nigel, you might like to know. And then it's a picture of my book in Hornsby Library with an interesting sticker on it. <laughs> <laughs> so i've got forget the booker prize i've got an interesting sticker from, can i tell you another story somebody wrote to me yeah. It's absolutely fabulous and i i've got like three or four followers so no one ever sees these mm. things um but i posted this because i thought it was fantastic a woman wrote to me and this is about three months ago uh and said nigel i've just finished your book fit 50 and yadda yadda <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> now now the, the implied insult in not saying it's like saying oh, yeah I like your show suddenly whatever suddenly whatever mm. I'm not going to mm. say the right I'm just going to insult you casually mm. right mm. so uh, I've just finished your book uh, Fit 50 and yada yada. Uh, I picked it up in Mildura Airport free book exchange I couldn't help <laughs> doubly insulting it, uh, but it gets worse <laughs> I couldn't help thinking on page 150 mm. I wish his wife would write a book because that's one I'd pay for <laughs> 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 and and you go this is fantastic so, so you thought I'm going to track Nigel down yeah, I'm going to say I've noticed you wrote a book 11 years ago mm. and I think it's a bit shit and I'm going to send you an email and tell you Fantastic. Anyway, so I posted that, and it's absolutely brilliant. And I wrote back to her, because I wrote back to everyone. Yeah. And I go, thank you so much indeed for, you know, Jennifer, for taking the time to, to, mm. to write. You're not the first person to say that, although she is, thankfully, but you're not the first person to say that. I'll let Kate know if she ever picks up like a, a pen, she's got a guaranteed sale.
0: Did you fi- Did you finish by saying, really great to be living in your head like this? <laughs> 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 hey, Nigel, I want to ask you about, uh, you, you cover so many different things in the book, uh, smart, stupid, and 60. Uh, one of them, I think think is a really interesting thing is the idea of slow. The idea of everything doesn't have to get faster and faster and faster. You can actually enjoy things slowing down and the idea that it can take its own time.
2: Uh, yeah. I, actually, on my podcast, I had a bloke called Carl Honoré who, who's the, the founder of the slow movement because I'm genuinely interested in that sort of stuff. But if, if I can give you a prosaic answer, mm-hmm. uh, there's a thing called park run that uh, like 800,000 people do it every Saturday around the world in every city. It's brilliant. Mm. It's a 5K run for free, very friendly. Mums do it with prams. People walk it. People run it, blah, blah, blah. Mm. It's not uh, publicly announced, but you get sent an email saying you did it in 35 minutes or whatever. And I, I adore it. I think it's fantastic. And I will do... A five k in about thirty five minutes, which is pathetic. It's like that's an old man time. And but I love it. I say hello to the trees, hello to the whatever, and it's just absolutely fantastic. And, and people are nice, and it's just great. I love it. But every now and then, on three occasions, I thought, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna tear up this
2: place. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. Give, give this a bit of a nudge. Yeah. Right. So n- enough of the grinning <laughs> like an idiot. I'm I'm gonna give it a nudge. Right. Uh, and so I mean, the world record's fourteen minutes for Christ's sake. Oh, so let's God. let's right, right. anyway. So I. I You know, on three occasions, I've run as fast as I can, and at the end, uh, you know, sometimes you see people at the end of runs with their hands on their knees, and I always think, "Oh, get up, you wanker!" (laughs) But you go, "I I am. I've got my hands on my knees because I think I'm actually going going to to die. No, I think I'm going to be sick, and I (laughs) I think, oh my god, how can I, how can I get further away from the from the finish line to not embarrass too many people or hit? You know, just I'm absolutely spent, right? And and I did it in. 27 minutes. Okay? Right. It's, so considerably faster. So mm. if you were – if the metric was how successful was that run versus my 35-minute normal one, mm-hmm. you go, oh, my God, he knocked eight minutes off his time. That was brilliant. If, however you say, how successful was that in terms of enjoyed? Yeah. Disaster. Yeah. The three runs I have enjoyed the least – no no debate have been the three where I've tried really hard. So it's a long answer to your, to your question, right? Yeah. But, but, but it's a really, I think... Pertinent. I'm not saying I'm being profound, but there's a, there is a profound lesson mm. in here somewhere where obviously if my job... Or I was saving a child running into traffic, or blah blah. blah. Yeah, you put So if the point lot. was to go fast, which it isn't, if the point was to go fast, well then that was great. But if the point is I like doing it, it's community. We raise a little bit money for charity. Diddle, diddle, you go, then by going faster, you're making it worse. That's yeah. right. Right, you're actually making it. And I can go to every single person who does anything, especially in the '60s, your audience, mm. and I can make everyone miserable immediately by changing the criteria yeah right so tell me what you like doing G- give me give me a hobby you like doing walking how much money do you make from that mate oh nothing nothing no you really you don't make any money oh dear right and you go well that wasn't why i was doing it yeah but if i just change the criteria yeah i can go you're an idiot mm. you're, i can belittle you mm. because your walking is pathetic revenue generation mm. <laughs> And you go. And you go who, who, who mentioned revenue generation yeah yeah, yeah? how fast do you go mate you go really fast, you go really long, and you go, what is it? People just, how about philosophy of enoughness? Mm-hmm. Have a smile on your dial, get your face out of other people's grill, mm. don't make the world worse, be kind. Mm. You know, anyway, so, so the, the slogan
0: it spills slow. into so many different areas, doesn't it? Because yeah. you actually go, I can either bang my head against the wall, desperately trying to make my next 20 years really financially viable, let's say. Or I can take it nice and easy and maybe I'll probably end up being pretty damn close to what I was going to do if I'd gone into it like a maniac.
2: So one of the things, uh, I don't know if I said this in the TED speech, um, but it's decide, don't slide. Mm. And and people, we are losing the ability to have a nuanced debate about anything, right? So what I've said doesn't mean don't work hard, don't sometimes go really fast, don't sometimes want more. It's just... Be mindful about it. Mm. Don't go faster at park run. Don't ruin your walking by saying, how much money is it going to earn me? Yeah. Can I, can I, there's something that um, I read recently that it made me want to stand on a park bench and shout at pigeons. There's a new thing now where length of a relationship is not a criteria of success. Mm. And you go, well, it is one. Mm. It's not the only one. But it's one.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah? Like you, you go, yeah if, it's been, if it's a good relationship. That's right. Yeah. So, so if this interview lasted one minute, it'd be mm. less successful than if it lasted for half an hour. If you're, so if you have a happy, gorgeous marriage where you're both growing and blah, 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 and it lasts three years, that's great. Yeah. And if you have that, exactly the same thing and it lasts 30 years... Are we not allowed to say anymore that that's really good? <laughs> well done. You were in a relationship for 30 years and that's really bloody good. And that's not supposed to be upsetting all the bitter divorced single people and calling them failures because they aren't. But but just people can't have a chat about anything, anything, Brexit. COVID, marriage, climate, anything without moronically falling into tribal identity politics and talking crap. Uh you're gonna fit into being sixty so <laughs> well. Yes, so uh, well. You, really honestly,
0: you're doing well, really well. Give me
2: a pipe and slippers. I can't yeah, wait maybe. to see you hitting seventy. <laughs> 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 you'll be you'll be barking at pigeons. <laughs> Those kids, they're not they're not disciplined anymore. How are you kids. No one calls me sir. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nigel
1: thank you very much for joining us on Suddenly Senior I can't wait for you to come back when you really are so so that's the
2: Oscar music yeah she's wrapping
1: me up Uh, I'm wrapping you up
2: mate I've got hours more of this
1: it's
0: only just getting started (laughs) Uh, by the way the book's called Smart Stupid and 60 Nigel Marsh
2: a pleasure Uh, lovely thanks guys
1: thanks see you Nigel Please like and also subscribe. Thank you for listening. I'm Angela Coturns. I'm Ian Rogerson. Leave a comment, as long as it's nice. (laughs) (laughs) If it's not, fuck off. (laughs) See you next time, Ed. Bye. (laughs) And I want wine with my meds. (laughs)